Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is the real Millwall fan show. This is Axel Millwall for one last time this season, 2018-2019. Guess what? It's brought to you by the Lucas Ball Report. Hopefully, the last one as well, because by the time we're back on air in August, hopefully he'll be knee-deep in something he wants to be knee-deep in at university. Anyway, good luck with that, Lucas. Uh, joining me tonight, <laughs> we've got the daddy of all things at Millwall, Mr. Loverman himself. Shut up, it's Mr. Nick Hall. Man crush time. Welcome, listeners. Welcome to the show. Last one of the season by public how, how do you feel to be in the top 10 of, of Millwall's over, well, Millwall's sexiest over 50 fans? Over <laughs> that category, is it? <laughs> Mill, Millwall's sexiest Millwall's in the top 10. Top Top, top 60, over 50, but under 51 fans. It's, it makes me feel like a piece of meat, Aaron, a piece of meat, you know. There's much more to me than just the way, the way I look, right, you know. There's an intellect here. Yeah, there's something else about <laughs> it as well. Uh, young Avery's in the building, fresh from running around. How are you, pal? I'm good, mate. I'm good, mate. It's, it's, um, it's a shame I, I came 11th in that top 10 list. Yeah. <laughs> over 50s don't worry plenty of uh, plenty of time to catch up on it and of course uh, no sound effects this evening we've got him on a rare night off he's currently reveling in the fact that he's got himself a six part series on Sky One it's Chernobyl Charlie alright mate you're alright I'm alright I'm alright you, you're alright yeah the radiation the Geiger counters measuring normal we've got it back down to a controllable level last time it was off its tits mate it was yeah it was off the scalp <laughs> Flying around was. everywhere. So, uh, so was my rant last time, I think, as well. To be hey, well, yeah. Uh, ap- apologies for anyone who's just joining us after that. We actually had to take a break uh, for insurance purposes. I mean, the insurance just likes us, mate. Take a break. <laughs> Give people like, bad negativity because Harry went on a rant. Um, we've got plenty to talk about this evening. Loads on the agenda. Uh, we're obviously going to be talking about the Wonderful Cup. That is this Sunday. Looking back on the London lines. 19 season uh talking about dressing room soap operas are we coronation street or cormont road um talking neil harris talking the retain list as well um nick 
Aaron. Start, mate. Where do I get you to start? It's summertime, and the living's supposed to be easy, but at the den, it turns into a soap opera, doesn't it? I mean, we get these bizarre stories doing the rounds. I'm sure all the listeners have, have uh, followed it on Twitter, this, this kind of lunatic um, idea that players are being told by other players that they've got a contract because Neil Harris won't talk to them. And <laughs> I, 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 I think it's just... Um, I think it's just a Millwall thing that we have to invent drama and soap opera style, um, you know, turmoil when there's nothing going on. And, we, you know, we, we were talking off air a little bit about, um, you know, the, the summertime and there's always there's always activity at Millwall. <laughs> it never seems to be quiet, does it? There's always got to be some kind of, uh, of drama. Life or death struggle. Seems to be. Um, I mean, clearly, it's been an odd season. Um, I don't think it was quite as bad a season in the end as people are, are now um, painting it. I mean, maybe that's looking back with rosy-tinted spectacles. Certainly, some of the, the football was, was dreary. But if you look at the big picture, I was just saying um, off-air, I mean, since 1990s, it's 30-odd years since we were in Division 1, we've spent at least 11 of those years in the third tier. So for us not to be in the third tier, not relegated, is comparatively speaking, a successful season. I know that the kids out there all dream of the of the, of the top division and, you know, the, 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 the high life. But actually, in middle terms, that wasn't a bad season in results in, in, in the, in, at the end of the day, you know, the bottom line to finish 21st was always going to be Enough. success. On, it on was a positive though, Michael Avery, what are you eating for dinner? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just having my last piece of pasta. Are you eating? You eating on air? <laughs> That's an ASMR video right there, ladies and gentlemen. What? Michael Avery eats pasta. Yeah, those are. are weird. Have you seen any of those? I mean, it's a total, total tangent for listeners now. Those ASMR, SMR videos. They're talking about, you know, chopping carrots or doing cutting your hair or something. And talking. The best one was very weird. I haven't seen it. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Anyway, um, yeah. Harry, on the on the fact that Mill will finish twenty first this season, uh, sum up your season, mate. Um, my season has been best defined by Twitter rumor, um, <laughs> and uh, that's Millwall season. I think Nick's raised a very good point. There are there was obviously a Jordan Archer rumor, which I'm mm. not going to go into for obvious reasons, and then there was I think last season as well there was a rumor about. Ben Thompson telling fans to fuck off at a cash point of memory seems to serve. Didn't Steve um, Morrison, didn't he tell someone to fuck off at some point? Yeah, some apparently point? so. Um, but, but in Ben again, Thompson's say, defence, in Ben Thompson's defence, they might not have been stood beyond the yellow line. They might have been looking at his pin number. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But in, in all fairness, and in all, you know, without, without seeming funny or trying to poke fun at anyone, I mean, even if they do tell you to fuck off, they seem like nice, genuine people I bet you probably deserve it. And I'm not trying to defend undefendable actions by players, but why would you ever try and dig out people at your own football club? I don't understand. I don't understand. It's like airing your dirty laundry. If you've really got a problem, don't put it on Twitter for self-gratification. Ring the club and say, I'm not happy with this. I don't, I don't see a problem. I mean, you know, clearly some of the football this season has not been great. We can, we can, we critiqued it over the course of this show and there are for me there are there are questions over Neil Harris's abilities at this level in management that may or may not be answered next season it's going to be a crucial season I think there are question marks over I mean it much depends on the summertime ahead what what manner of squad we take into next season 
how much investment we've, you know we, we're running through the, the the kind of agenda we put together here but so you know you can you can talk about um the quality of football last season it remains a fact of life that most of Mill's existence has been spent in the third division since 1990 one third of our, our time since has been spent in the league below and i'm not sure that you know survival is given enough um uh enough credit yeah, I, yeah. I, think, I think the thing is, Nick, with, with this season personally, for me, I I didn't enjoy this season at all. I mean, the, the cup run, the cup, the cup run was good. Yes, yeah, you know, but, but that was that was a good distraction. Agreed. But I just I just felt that I know we we said it last year, and I know it becomes a little bit of a cliche where you know there's always three teams worse than us. But if you think about it, if if you didn't have a Bolton Wanderers who were pretty much from the start of the season. It's, it's, it's have switched like the same. Yeah, it's, it's switched the same. same. And and the Rotherham United who actually showed a bit of fight. You know, we would have been in trouble. If you know our points tally what 46, 47 points. There's 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 seasons where people have gone down with more than that. I remember a few years ago we we nearly went down. It went to the final day of the season when we had fifty one or fifty two or yeah. something. That's it's 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 a it's it's not the best points tally and and also there was times when you know Neil Harris said we've got the game in hand the, you know it's in our hands and things like that well it wasn't we we went we went down oh sorry we stayed up the day we lost the game and had to rely on Rotherham losing so it, it was never down to us that kept us up it was other teams performances well you, well you say that but I mean I understand it was just always the way those results fell but we got enough points at the end of the day to stay up so you you rely on the amount of points that you get to stay up I agree with you I I, I Harris had a bad season. I think the club had a bad season. I think the club underestimated what it needed to do to stay where it was the season before. It was ridiculous to to say that we were going to finish eighth, but you look at the big spenders in the division, Middlesbrough. You know, Middlesbrough reached the playoffs last season, missed out this season. There's mm. big, big clubs, big, big clubs that feel an underachievement is a top-half finish. A top-half finish for Millwall with our budget is ridiculously good. Um, yeah. And and then you have the same the same people. The problem I have is we as as we've said we are bipolar. So people will turn around and moan if we play bad football, but then we moan if we played, you know, kids or tried to do something mm-hmm. different or, or this or that. You know, you can't have your cake and eat it. And unfortunately, football fans are fickle like that. But you know, we've got a big load of work to do in the summer. Look again, there's already people rumouring for fifteen million pound centre halves. Nonsense, you know, absolute Jake, nonsense. Yeah, yeah. but right. you're saying it's nonsense. It's not. It's not nonsense because that's the going rate of of football players now. You know, it's nonsense for Millwall to go and buy one of them, but it's not nonsense for Aston Villa. It's not nonsense for Leeds. It's not no, nonsense no, but for all these other Harry, clubs. Harry, one of well, Harry, one of the reasons why it's nonsense, and I know we spoke about this over the course of like the season, and you know we've asked about the powers that be, but it's nonsense that the type of fifteen million pounds can be splashed around when as. Aaron said it a couple of weeks ago. There's like potentially 12 clubs who could be hit with like embargoes or reduced budgets or abuse transfer fees. Of course, and off the pitch as well, we've got the rumor about this rumor on Twitter, which I haven't seen any credence from from the club that the people that um, sponsor the what are they Husky Chocolate? Your Scandinavian yeah, Scandinavian chocolate. chocolate. They yeah. um, they sponsor now have taken a controlling stake in McLaren Formula One team. And for okay. anyone that understands the kind of budgets involved there is astronomical. Um, and they've taken their whole rear wing space, which won't be cheap. And apparently they're rumoured to be interested in buying the club. Now, I don't know how much of buying the club or buying a percentage of the club that is. Now, obviously, 
that would put a cat amongst the pigeons because would we have investment? And we don't do very well with investment, as we all know. Well, we haven't done historically. I mean, in a way, um, I mean, I'll just go back to what I said, uh, raising questions over Neil Harris's ability. It also raises questions over what kind of club are we, what, what kind of... Um, what, what what does John Berylson want for Millwall Football Club? Because yeah. you're right, um, like it or not, um, we we live in a league and we don't want to live anywhere else other than in that league where £15 million players are relatively common. Um, to survive at that level, we probably can't spend £15 million, but from somewhere, somehow, we've got to produce a squad that can hold its own against teams with vastly more resources than we can. Uh, just looking at the season that we had, I mean, clearly there are a lot of off-field issues and interviews with the press and and, and kind of official statements from Neil, I, I, you know, have, have touched on this. There's there's clearly a lot that's gone on. And when you look at the, um, just looking at the results of the season here on, on the Mill History website, they show the, the losses in, in red and the wins in green. There's great chunks of red. I mean, you look from uh, August, mid-August 2018 through to, uh, October, it's just a, a sea of red. One, one, one win in the League Cup and a, and a draw. Loss, 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 loss. And we have these little phases where we can't buy a win. And then in other moments, we seem to get four or five wins in, in succession. And it's been a real uh, schizophrenic. Feast or famine. Feast or famine, one extreme to the other. And clearly behind the scenes, there's been, you know, a lot going on, shall we say. And Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. That's not good in any workplace, though, is it? You know, there's, uh, you know, it's still a job. It's a job for these people. And obviously, if things aren't right behind closed doors, you know, um, it's going to affect you and anyone, any normal person, any. We all have problems in life. We all have, you know, our our own family issues, our own our own mental health issues, our own everything. You know, you have your own that you get up, feel like shit. You don't want to go into work. You know, I'm sure football players feel the same. But I think a lot of players let Neil down. I do think he's right because I do think players played beneath our beneath their level. I'd, I'd agree with yeah. that. Yeah, because they showed that. us what their level was the year before. You know, you don't expect people to make elementary mistakes. You know, keep how many times over the last couple of years have we talked about goalkeeping issues? I mean, all three goalkeepers at the club possibly could go. I was saying that's not normal for a football club. You you might lose one or two goalkeeper, uh, one or two goalkeepers at most, but never three. You not lose three I, keepers in one. It was just goal. interesting. I mean, this, the same team that lost a banker ready in August and other bits in 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 February. There's a series of losses. The same team that did that also pulled off results at home to Derby. We beat Aston Villa at home. Um, we had the cup run. It was a team and also strung together. Was that four wins going in over December, January in succession? Mm. The same team that can fuck up to that level can also produce it when they they their mindset is is, and, is right. Exactly. And then that and, is and, that is a you, player issue rather than a yeah. management issue. And it's you, a personality you say that issue. As well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you you say that as well. You you look um like when we like I'm, I've got the um the soccer base in front of me now as well, Nick. Funny enough, yeah. I've got so you've got the two nil away win at Birmingham. Um, yeah. Which is a, was always notoriously a tough place to go for Millwall. Yep. Then you had the draw with Brighton, where arguably we should have got the result apart from the goalkeeping. The cup, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you know Leeds, Leeds away, which was an unfortunate result. You know, I think there was a mistake by Romeo that led to a goal, and then you know that, but that was yeah. a fighting performance. Then you've got the West Brom home win two 0 so that's two yep. wins and a draw in four. And then there's you get four points from a possible twenty-one. 
Yeah, at a time where we need when you it. need points, yeah, you need you need one or two wins there would have made a, a, a real shot in the arm for the season. And I, I, I think Harry's right. Players have let Neil Harris down. I, I, I wonder. You know, it takes two to tango. A lot of uh, some some of Neil's choices this season, some of the statements he's made. I think in a cold light of day, you'd probably advise against speaking to the press in quite such yeah. open terms. I, I don't think that was. I think he must, he must see that as an error in 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 looking back. But but you're right. I mean, the team that should have found a win from uh, Queens Park Rangers at home, uh, Brentford at home, Stoke at home, and they couldn't find it. And and that was how many games is it? That's, that's seven games where we've let you know uh, some critical situations go past us and. Looking back in in February, series of four losses. You know, Preston, poor performance that day. Hull City away, um, Norwich. You can argue about because I, I think they were they're a decent team and we, we probably held our own, but being but a better side. But for me, Bolton away, getting beat up there two one yeah. on the grimmest of, of days of the season. That was probably a low point. So to make the fundamental point, there's clearly been a lot going on behind the scenes. But you got, I mean, I think Neil's identified it. There's some players there that have badly failed in terms of character shall we um shall we have a look at the retain list of course um the season finished on the uh, the fifth of the month uh thank you once again to uh to, to lucas ball for his constant tweets to remind us that bill will, will release the retain list 11 11 11 <laughs> sorry anyone anyone is anyone unsure what how many we released 11 days after the season now, if you could apply that trait to something more fucking useful, like sorting out lottery numbers or something, yeah, <laughs> uh, people appreciate. Well, Lucas, um, just leave the boy <laughs> alone. Leave the boy son alone. Millwall, he's trying to make a career. Knee deep in something. Come August, uh, Millwall Football Club has <laughs> its retainers oh, the EFL following the culmination of the 2018-19 season. Jordan Archer, Tom King, Sid Nelson, Conor McLaughlin, and Ryan. Tunnycliffe uh, have all been released. David Martin and Lee Gregory have been off of fresh terms, of course. Uh, Lee Gregory's informed Mill that he wants to leave the club. Ben Marshall, Ben Amos will return to permanent clubs. Alex Pierce will join Millwall. Tom Elliott and Steve Morrison have had clause activated, uh, meaning they're under contract for 2019-20. There's a load of uh, of under 23s in there Harry Donovan Lewis White Mason Saunders Henry Mikel Parker Jethro Hansen Rob Harvey Joe Wicks and Lazar I can't pronounce his surname uh, whilst uh, a few of uh, the other youngsters Strange, Sanford, uh, trust me yeah. O-G-J-S-A-V-L-J-E-V Is that the one Holloway signed? The 16-year-old from Barcelona? Stoja Salovic. Danny McMorris signed a new deal. So is Jesse Deborah, Isaac Laffer and Ryan Sanford. Any surprises on there? Anyone you expected to see on there? That's not on there. Who wants the first bite of this? There's... I'll have first bite if I may, and I'll pass over Harry and Michael. But all of those names, um, sadly, is a sea of mediocrity there. I don't think anyone can regret. I mean, Lee Gregory is perhaps the only player who's going to leave us who I would rather have retained. I think he'll do a good job for another club, it, as, a, as almost as a goal creator, as much as a goal scorer. But I think Lee is the only one there that I would truly, in my heart of heart, regret losing. The rest of them, do no, they're mediocre players. Um, Sadly, the only one that makes me sad in the sense is that Jordan Archer, when he first came to us, 
I thought had a, had the seeds of something much much better, uh, higher level of play. I thought he was possibly one of a real find, and his story has has been a sad decline. Um, I wonder what is. I, I can only sense there's something personal going on there within, and I hope that he finds some success elsewhere. But he's, I, I find his story slightly slightly saddening. The rest of them, no. I mean, they're, they're average, very average to, to lower mediocre players, and we won't miss any of them if we can replace them. I mean, did you see him like the tweet when someone said he'll go on to bigger and better things? Yeah, I think he if possibly... That, if, that, if that doesn't possibly can. an attitude problem, then I don't know what will. That's all I'm, I, 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 I'm going to say about that. There's two ways to look at it. That's the way I look at it. You know, he's going anyway. You don't really need to do that, Jordan. It just puts you in a bad light to other clubs, um, you know, possibly. And He's potentially a good goalkeeper, isn't he? No, I, d- I don't think he is anymore. I, d- I don't think Not anymore. No, no something, think, something has gone awry there. Something's I gone... think he has been hurt, and I think he's not man enough to admit it to himself. I think he's been hurt that teams have found a weakness in his game and they exploit mm. it. And yeah. that's all I that agree happened. with that. He was found wanting at the championship at a higher level from distance, and he's a fantastic reactionary goalkeeper. I will never be able to take that away from him. The save at the playoff final was a brilliant reactionary save because he had nothing better to do than just throw himself at it, spread himself and hope for the best. You know, he's made point blank saves, banks S saves at times when he's had no time yep. to think about it. But he also, the flip side to that is, you know, he ch- I mean, the Sundle Until I Die documentary shows what he's like. I mean, the mm. two games they have a chance of getting draws at, he's involved in both of them. I mean, he throws one in the stadium of light and they're two points. And what did we miss out on the playoffs by the season before last, mm. it was two points. You know, it's yeah. as simple as that. So, I think I Jordan think, Archer, yeah. unfortunately, fuck off, you clown. I've had enough. <laughs> Bring on the clown. <laughs> so, so, so diplomatically put. Um, I think, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit foot in your camp, Nick, because I think when, when Fordy was done, he was in a bad way. He was, he was getting beat from like 50 yards when he by um Armstrong yeah. for, Coventry, for Coventry, and when, when Archer came in. And he'd done his bits in like the League Cup and he'd done his bits in the uh, Johnston Paints. You know, he, he did look the real deal. You're right. He looked really, really good. Um, also, he, he got good references from Spurs when he left them, didn't he? Mm, um, yeah. But yeah, but he's, 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 he's obviously he's obviously copped the up that he got dropped and he just hasn't been able to get his place back. Um, I think if personally out of, out of that list, again, I'm not massively surprised that any of them have gone I think considering the speech that Harris said before the end of the season it's slightly anticlimactic. I was expecting like about three or four first team regulars to go with Harry reacted um, but, you, but can't, you can't sack players who've got contracts no 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 of course, of course, you, of course no, you can't no. of course you can't but out of that list I'd say I'm, I'm surprised with Tony Cliff I thought he'd been a good squad player to keep but again Tony Cliff may have said, I want to play 20 games a season. Can you guarantee it? Or I want to play 30 games a season. You, you know, no, no, exactly. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> the evil cackle comes in. No, but exactly. But he, he's, from, from Neil's parting comments to Tony Cliff, he, he sounded like, all jokes aside, he was a reasonably good pro who, who did the best he could have done, even though it was limited. Good pro. Uh, what the fuck does good pro mean? Turned up for training on time. He was shit. He was negative. He was another day. He looked better. Way. He looked better in the midfield three that got played towards the end of the season without any great ben impact on results. That's the problem. Oh, he Thompson, obviously, of player of the season, but we weren't allowed to, to vote for him. But there we are. <laughs> um, Thanks, Nick. 
Yeah, no, I'll bring it up again one more time. Um, Sonny Cliff, not bad player, not bad player, not brilliant. No, he was not a, he, you know, he, he won't leave any kind of lasting echoes in, in your mind, will he? But he was, was all he right. So basically, he existed and that was it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. No, he's, he, he had his moments. Again, I always got a sense there was a better player lurking somewhere within that, that you never quite saw. You know, I, I didn't get that he's sense. He's never from been Mc... wrong, mate. That's all I'm going to say about that. Fergie has never been wrong. <laughs> Connor McLaughlin, um, no. I mean, no one's going to miss, miss Connor. Willing enough but, player. But was, but was Fergie wrong about Ben Marshall? Was he, was he a Manchester United player, Ben Marshall? He was. He was. He was. was he? Adam and he was released, yeah. Was he? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Strange case of Ben Marshall. Um, you know, obviously he's become the villain, and I don't think no he's, he's been sent back. You know, with, with, you know, without any uh, without any supper back to Norwich. Um, he didn't look as, nearly as good this time around as we I didn't think he ever saw last good. season. Do you know what I no, mean? I just never felt no. he looked fit. I think he was. I don't know if he got injured last the end of last season that we didn't know about, and he went to Norwich and sort of got injured straight away or something. But he just didn't look. He looked like he was a 70-minute player. You know, you know, he reminded me of a bit at times last season when he came to us. was a hammer Boatza. Had a shot in him and nothing else. You know what I mean? This is, this is the kind of... There's a name for the past. I've forgotten yeah, it. Yeah, you've forgotten one, him. Jesus Christ, I can one, hardly one, ever one from, one from the archives, yeah. Um, Trying yeah, to uh, offer out the East Love is never a great idea, whether you're home or away player. <laughs> Not when gloves and shorts leave shirt, no. No. Um, Right, so no, I mean Marshall, it just didn't impress, and so will anyone miss him? No, of course they won't, because he didn't impress and didn't perform to the same level that we we, we were hoping for from last season. Yeah, uh, Ben make Ferguson a better player, doesn't he? Don't you find that he makes Ferguson a better player because Ferguson bucks his ideas up when he's about. I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean the Ferguson story. I've said a few times is one of the great stories of Millwall to make that kind of comeback from, from like the death like pretty much. I'd like to have a pint with Shane Ferguson. I think it'd be yeah. quite an interesting an evening. I, I, it doesn't I, strike me as a normal football player. Do you understand what I mean? No, you, you get a sense there's something interesting in there to talk about a man you could talk to, you know. 
Um, and that would be an interest. Maybe we can set it up through the club. Maybe I'll, I might see if I can badger Billy Taylor get us an interview with, with Shane Ferguson. Right, it, it might be quite nice. In the same room. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, the rest of them, Tom Elliott and Steve Morrison, their clauses being activated. Well, as you said, Harry's not much we can do about that. I, I don't think Tom has the quality that we need uh, in, in the championship. We've said that too many times. Steve. Up. You know, don't talk about strikers. Aaron's going to be upon his horse banging his drum in a minute for the Lyle Taylor appreciation. Mate, he's class. He's a class act. When I found out Charlton was signing Lyle Taylor, I told a certain high-profile Charlton fan who also happens to be a bit of a media mogul kind of guy, um, who also happens to be my former employer. And do you know what he did? He grunted, Yeah. Like, he grunted. And I was like, mate, he will smash in the goals. And you know what? He's gone there and he's done the bizzo. Tom Elliott is one of those target men, though. He's a poor man's Akin Fenwa. He's a shit man's Akin Fenwa. He tries to do something, but it just doesn't ever come off. And then the problem is, as well, he looks like he loses confidence a lot. I don't know what he's going to achieve in this last season at Millwall. I do not understand. There's a post on Twitter. He might be here. That's the thing. I, I mean, no, I, I imagine he'll go. Le- I imagine. Work, you know he'd work really well with? He would work well with Marquez. That watching, watching them against watching them against Charlton, to be fair, right? Watching that Charlton-Doncaster um, playoff, you saw how far the level was, didn't you? I mean, come on. I mean, you saw how big the jump is now from the Championships League one. If they're the top two, two of the top two sides, and Taylor and Marquez are the best two strikers in that division in mm. goal. You know, what does Marquez do? I mean, it's a bit, he's a bit like Morrison without the nuance. Do you understand what I mean? I think that's supposed to be his role. So, is he the replace? Are we looking for the replacement for Steve Morrison? Yes. Is it John Marquez? I don't know. But if John Marquez ever was to come on a free, you know, he's better than Elliot. So, I, I understand the, the argument. Elliot, there was, there was a great post on Twitter the other day about Tom Elliot, and I, I, I don't like to slate him because I, I, I think he's he seems like a decent bloke, and I think he tries his his, his hardest. But they were uh, ever, ever since John Fashion, who back in the eighties, every the, the Millwall Holy Grail is is the kind of big physical striker up front, and I think when you see Tom Elliot, you think there's the new Fashion who he's going to be stuck in, he's going to be leading from the front, you know, kind of bodies lying in his wake. And he doesn't put himself around physically enough. And I think that's... He's too much, much of a nice man. Much would be forgiven of him. He's smiling all the time. Much well, would be forgiven was, of him, skill-wise, yeah. if he would put it about a bit. Well, the, the thing was, I, I remember saying to you, Nick, last season with, with Tom Elliott, that uh, even, I mean, Ironside's a wonderful thing now, but I, I remember the Dartford game, the, the one-all last season, not, not the 17-0 that we had on the same day as the England game. Yeah. But I remember when Tom Elliott came off the bench... And I remember that Lee Gregory flicked the ball down to him. I think it was Lee Gregory. He flicked the ball down to him. And it took him like a second or two to sort of register. He needs yeah. to run onto it. And, that, and that's not, that's, yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's not a piss take or anything being out of order to him. But whereas Gregory would have been there or Morrison would have read the play or been the one that knocked it down, Tom Elliott sort of needed that nudge. That, yeah. Like, Tom, you, you need to move now. You need to go on. You know, you need to actually do something. And again, that's no disrespect to him, but that you were, no, he, you, you, he, be, you barely had that thinking time at non-league level in a friendly, let alone in the championship. Achtung, Milbal. I am a little bit annoyed about, sorry, the one that I am a little bit annoyed about is uh, thinking about it now. It's probably Nelson. I am a little bit annoyed for, uh, for Sid 
because I don't think Sid's ever been given a fair crack at the whip. I see him with as being Marmite with everyone. You know that. Some people love him. Some people completely hate him. I think he was. his career has been very much tainted by I don't know if we were ever supposed to see him. Maybe, maybe we've seen him and we all feel a bit sorry for him for how it went because he was... He was shoved in the deep end very early on. And, yeah. I mean, he seemingly, if he manages to make a career for himself from what Holloway done to him, and it was what Holloway done to him, um, then he's done very well. And he seems to be enjoying his football. Tranmere, they're a good club. They shouldn't be in the division they're in. Um, hopefully he wins his playoff and, and gets to the league the league below us kind of thing. I don't wish. I don't think anyone would wish anything against youngsters that don't make it. They've not, they've not done anything against us, you know. Um, you know, they're servants of the club kind of thing, and one of our own in the sense that he supports us as well. So, I just I mean, go on, it. Yeah, you know, just thinking about Sid Nelson, uh, John Marquis, and now Ben Thompson, who's you know, the three Millwall fans playing for Millwall. Only one of them has made a success, and even Ben's road has been a fairly you know, round the houses route to come yeah. and, and now finally found, he's found himself, uh, he's a starting uh, player now at, at, at the club that he's, he's followed since he was a boy. Both of the other two players, I think, found the pressure of playing for Millwall, rightly or wrongly, and I, you know, I know that people will get um, outraged when they hear this stuff, but the, the pressure of being a Millwall fan playing for a Millwall must be yeah. immense. Um, you're expected to, you know, never make a mistake, always be commitment's always got to be 100%. Uh, you, you're not given an inch as a Millwall fan playing in a Millwall shirt. Uh, now, um, ben, uh, ben was ben supposed to be the worst that, one. Ben, wasn't the, ben was supposed to be the worst one. I remember reading reports back in the day. Nelson was the future club captain. He was the leader of the youth <clears> side. He was the, it was market, you know, O'Brien was seen as the superstar. Of, of the kids' side at the time and the goal scorer and, you know, the next sharing them and all that. And the less said about, I, d- I don't know what's up with Aiden. I mean, maybe Aiden will play up front next season instead of Gregory. I don't uh, know. But, but, but there's been, there's been rumours, isn't there, that even O'Brien could be on his way out. Well, there's talk on news at then. There's, there's always stories he, he may not be here next season. So, you know, um, I, I, I mean, it just goes back to the previous point about the front line. I that mean, tattoo looked lot... really fucking silly on the back of him when it went, if he fucking ain't here next season, that big line. I mean, we've got a lot. The, the, the recruitment have got a lot of work to do up front. I mean, I've even got, if Aidan O'Brien's here, there's, there's a lot of work to be done still. I've, I mean, I've, do you I've, take I've, do you take a punt on a League One striker, or are we just buying journeymen well, from enough, the fucking enough, championship? Funny enough, Harold, if you let me fucking speak, I've, <laughs> I've kicked out a number of free agents. I've got a list of free agents. Go on, then. I, I, don't, I won't know any of them. I won't. In a yes, no, yes, <clears> no, yes, no. Yeah, let's okay. have. Right, uh, from Brentford, Josh McEachran. Yes. Uh, turn to stand before. Probably would get hated, but okay. Nick? Yeah, I, um, I'm, 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 I'm happy, yeah. <laughs> I don't know him, can't think of him. <laughs> my, my, uh, also from Brentford, Moses Odebarjo, the right-hand-sided player. Play okay. right. Oh, definitely, 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 I'd have him all day. Harry? I've, I don't, can't place him, mate. I'll be totally no. honest. What's he like on your champ, football manager? Crap. Uh, Jake Bidwell, QPR. Don't know. Don't know. Uh, he's an alright player, but they're about the same level as us in terms of you know resources and everything like that. So maybe I don't know. Joel Lynch, the centre half. No, don't need centre half like that. Yeah. Sheffield United, Connor Washington. Yes, definitely. Mm, sitting on the fence with that one. Why? Mm. 
Well, he's 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 always he's another one, Aaron. That's always sort of had like the promise, and always he will be really really good, or he has glimpses where he's really really good, but there doesn't seem to be the consistency, you know, for for me. It's, I suppose it depends how hungry these players are. I mean, you would, you know, if we're signing these kinds of players, they're going to expect to start the den, and you know, it's, it's an opportunity to make a career at last when they've drifted at other clubs. How hungry are they? Um, I, oh, I don't I want Max I don't know, Smith from QPR. I'm going to be honest with you, but Max Smith, he's, he's a more experienced striker, and he's he's been around years. I want Max Smith from QPR. I, I, I just I, think that suits us so much. It's just, and preferably someone that can cross the ball. That's two things we need. Well, speaking of which, I was just about to say, the young Michael's going to like this one. George Boyd from Sheffield Wednesday. Yes. yeah, Always wanted him. Absolutely. Always wanted him. Gary Hooper. Maybe not. He broke my heart once. (laughs) And uh, one from League One. Um, Gillingham have announced that they've offered a deal to Tom Eaves, their striker. Um, He's been spoken about quite a bit, Tom Eaves. I don't know. Nothing's been agreed yet. I can't Shit see it, Marquez. Marquez. I can't Shit see it, Marquez. There was a story on the news at Den. I mean, I, I, I can't comment on any of those players, Aaron, too much. I've only one or two I've heard of. So, um, but there was an intriguing story on news at Den that um, Neil Harris may may be looking abroad for strikers now. Stefan that, Mayerhofer returns. Stefan Mayerhofer. But all, in all seriousness, Danzel Graven back. Uh, that is. When you look at the success that um, Norwich have had with Timu, Timu Puki, whatever his name is, yep. uh, a relatively unknown Finnish player. I think he was playing one of their lesser sides. and played for Celtic, though. And yet they found him. And, and well, yeah, but Celtic is, you know, is, is OK. Yeah. But, but they, that, was an, in that, was, that was an intriguing story. And I'm wondering whether that may offer a potential for us to acquire a striker not necessarily known because, um, you know, the value of, of strikers in championship level is, is, is so high, but it, it may offer us um, a route to pluck a name that no one's heard of, but may may yet um, prove successful. Achtung, Mailball. The role of John Berylson ever since he's come to our club has always fascinated me because... Like an administrator without <clears throat> being an administrator. Well, he's, he's certainly put money into us. I mean, no, no, no one, anyone that thinks John Berylson hasn't put money into Mill Football Club doesn't understand lower lower division finances. He's kept us alive, basically, since he came to us in 2006. But he's never put enough money in for us to really be an ambitious club looking for uh, at least even mid-table and upwards push. You need a lot more money than has been put in. And I think last season was probably... Um, it wasn't done on the cheap exactly, but it, in relatively, in in championship relative terms, it, we are, we're one of the clubs with the least resources in that division. So unless John Berylson is prepared or has access to other sources of funds and, you know, uh, is going to put more money in, then we can probably expect more of the same next season. I don't see, I don't quite get what the purpose is of that approach. You either want to run us as a well-run lower League Two, League One function within your means kind of outfit and that's fine um or you're looking to play at the top table and that does require more money than what we've seen i, f- I it, think with that though nick sorry it's there could there be a slight element that you know he, he sort of had his fingers burned a bit with holloway i know if, i know everyone digs out holloway for <coughs> this reason and that but before holloway was for here good in, for good reasons exactly mm, but yeah, you know before, before holloway was there and jackie was there and we obviously still had these slight financial constraints I mean, Holloway actually 
got rid of an entire squad practically in January, didn't he? Do you remember when he like got rid yeah. of Jermaine? He used to well, cancel all his contracts. Four, and then he's done a, players. So what's happened is, is you've got three reasonably experienced managers. Holloway is arguably the most experienced out of Jacket, Lomas and Holloway, who has spent, from John 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 Berylson terms, quite a lot of money and it's then not worked severance, at all. Probably the severance packages as well. But do you remember as well, that season we went down with Holloway, we would have we would have had a transfer embargo on us. The only reason we didn't was because they said you're already going down and you're not going to get one. Mm. So even so, like, is I, I, I know there's the argument now that we're getting the 14, 15 thousands that he always banged on about in his program notes. If we start getting them, we'll spend some money. But sure, on the other foot, as I said, he could say, look, listen, I've bought like <laughs> over a three year period, I bought 75 players. So don't say I don't put money in. From what I know, I mean, I don't, I don't presume to know John Berylson. I've only ever met him twice. Um, but from what I've gathered, what I, picked, um, what, I, what I picked up is that he's a man who puts a lot of faith in his manager. He almost puts a lot of loyalty into mm. the manager. And if you look at the two most successful managers back, which is Kenny Jacket and now Neil Harris, they're two managers who you would put faith in. You, you can trust them with your money and they will not make stupid decisions. They, they will they will not overspend on wild, wild deals. Whereas Holloway and Lomas... I think you're right, Michael. He did get his fingers burned. Whereas I think Neil Harris is much more in the image of Kenny Jacket. It was a man who he he, he did trust, and a I man think of st- honour. Yeah, and it still sees as a major loss to the club when Kenny Jacket left us. That so Jacket Mark Two. Jacket Mark Two. Where how much investment? Big, these are big questions for the club. What kind of club are we? Are we are we truly happy to survive, or are we looking to push on? The the interviews given in the into the to the website seem to imply that we want to push on. That's going to require a lot more money than what we've seen so far, I think. Um, I think next season it's all about next season's all about not being near the relegation zone. You know, anything, mm. you know, fourteenth to wherever upwards would be would be a good season. You know, um, we don't do mediocrity very well. I remember no. seemingly remember McGee getting sacked for mediocrity. Um, so you know, we don't do money. We don't do money very well either, do we? We 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 are we're we're not as a club great with money signings or time, selling. Yeah, big time Charlie players don't go down well at the den. Um, I know this is a cliche. I don't think Neil is onto something. There is is a Mill type of player, but I think I, I the just, Mill type of player there are less of them in the game now than you'd imagine. I think that's more of an issue as well. The ones that are Millwall type players and affordable, you know, Taylor, I know we're going back to Lyle Taylor, but he puts himself around. There was so much Gregory in his performance um, the other night against Doncaster, you know, chasing lost causes or whatever. But Lyle Taylor will probably go for three, four, five million pounds if they don't go up against Sunderland. But the thing is as well, even if they they do go up, you know, uh, if Sunderland go up, Sunderland are going to, if Sunderland don't go up rather, you couldn't go and Nick players from Sunderland as Millwall because of wages. I still think they'd spend more money in League One than what Millwall are able to do. So that's the kind of well, that's the problem. You can't go and get the people you want. In League One, I think they spent thirteen million pounds or something. There's a lot of League One teams. I mean, League One was just the fuckery of all fuckeries last year. You know, going into the final six weeks of the season, having potentially 12 teams that could be relegated is an absolute farce. And, you know, the division between the top and the bottom was so evident. You had some big spenders in there. You had some who were counting their pennies and you had some who were looking down the back of the sofa, you know. I think the three that went down the season before, so the three that come down last year were um, Stoke, 
and who were the other two? Stokes. Swansea and West Brom. Swansea and West Brom. Well, West Brom went in the playoffs. Swansea's seemingly recovered and then have decided to self-implode by letting their magic go. And they, they couldn't. They couldn't about that Swansea manager thing. They couldn't do anything. You know, it's not a case of letting him go because at the end of the day, his contract has a value of six million pounds or eight million pounds. And basically, Brighton have gone, there's the eight million pounds. It's, it's the La Liga thing where yeah. you know, activate your minimum release clause. You have to go to La Liga with a, a box full of cash and they go, there you go. I've released myself from my contract, you know. And, mm. and I'll tell you something, guys, something is stirring at Swansea. Watch out for the next few weeks. I have a feeling they, they could fall below and implode like they did. I don't know if you remember, Nick, back in 2001. Yeah, um, you know where 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 they nearly imploded under under uh, Tony Petty, I think his name was. Yeah, the, the old Vetch Field, I think back then. Yeah, down, down the at the bench, they, they fell fell quite a way down the down the Division Three. Yeah, think. they, they, they went, down to, they went down to the fourth tier, didn't they? I, I I mean I don't know enough about Swansea to comment, but clearly we've seen Bolton going into all sorts of um, a tailspin. Whether that club would exist in 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 the new season is a open question at the moment. And Swansea possibly. There are others that are, that are you know around the game. We've seen um, teams like Coventry fall through the leagues. So I'm kind of torn, and I think probably it's the eternal dilemma of the football fan. On the one hand, you want to see these glittering signings um, and just going back to Lyle Taylor, if Charlton don't get promoted, he's, he's probably the kind of striker that we should be looking to sign because, you know, he's clearly a player of promise and we probably will need to throw around threes or fours, millions or whatever the case might be. That's the kind of level we're going to have to be playing at. We've never played at that level historically. So it poses the fundamental question to John Barrison, what kind of club are we? What, are we, what do we want to be? We've also forwards. forgotten we have a player that we haven't seen, a new signing that we've already signed almost. Bradshaw, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he's like a free he's like a free hit. We've never seen him. We've seen him no. for two minutes. He's the new Gregory. He could be he could be fantastic. Um, how, how is Yuri Skalak getting on with the uh, re-tarmac into the den car park? We'll have a look on Sunday. Skellett, good player. I mean, you know, every, every all the all the clips you see on the was it Brighton he was at previously and other clubs. Good player, but we don't we don't haven't seen anything of him. And we, when we did see him, he didn't look anything at all. So it's clearly um, it probably goes back to the starting point at the start of the show. Players have let Neil Harris down, or they've been you, ill. We've you know they've they're not been right for whatever reason. And have you ever seen the um, the Mike Bassett TV series rather than the film? Yeah. And he buys a goalkeeper off of YouTube, and basically he he doesn't realise it's a goalkeeper. He thinks it's the striker. Yeah, so when he puts yeah. the player on, he's a goalkeeper, Nick. And that's basically <laughs> what I feel like. We've actually got the wrong Yuri Skalak. There's a bloke in the photo. He's, he's right back marking him. Brilliant goalkeeper. Yeah. This is the George Weyer cousin story all over again. Uh, <laughs> um, in, 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 in other news, um, I think it's time to give off our uh, weekly roundup of what's going on at the Lionesses. Oh, that's enough for that. Enough for that, mate. I don't want to talk about the Lionesses. Is everyone redacted, 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 redacted. Is, is everyone looking forward to going to a three-sided Craven Cottage next year and disembarking the Millwall boat, the fun boat, on a building site? The Viking, the Viking charge. <laughs> what, what, they're rebuilding the Riverside stand? They are. Re- it's been are a, they? They, they are. They are rebuilding. They're dismantling it. It was the is it the Alex Stock stand before it was, it was, it was no 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 it, funny enough funny enough it was actually the Eric Miller stand Eric Miller he was a long serving director of Fulham yeah and then um 
he got involved in there well, there's a lot of fraud investigations and the right. fraud what were after him uh, and whatnot, and he shot himself in the head. Okay. Oh, nice. What about, Kevin Keegan? what about the Kevin Keegan stand? No, mate, he ain't going to be the Kevin Keegan stand. No. It's going to be the He's Ryan promoted with a record amount of points at the time. That stand, that, that Riverside stand in its day was was quite groundbreaking as a yeah, was, as, a, it? as a design. It was it was it was a standout football stand, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't realise they were demolishing it. So they might have... tip for relegation next season. Fulham. Oh, I think I, if Swansea carry on how they are, I think it'll be Swansea. I think QPR could be in trouble. Well, Warburton in charge. Yeah. They've got, no They've got no play. They're going to play really, really good football and get beat 4-0 every week. On a more positive note, is everyone looking forward to looting away? Yeah. Oh, possibly Charlton away if they come up. Sunderland away. No, there's some decent fixtures next season. It's funny. Really glad to get to the end of that drab season. Really glad. And then suddenly you no football and you think, I can't wait for August to come back again, get back into it. Start working out when am I going to be going to Elm Road? When am yeah. I going to be going to start out your, Yeah, yeah. Movement. Should I drive that one? Should I go by train for that one? What should I yeah, do? Yeah, hey, yeah. what about Barnsley as well? Barnsley are back. Uh, Barnsley are back. Yeah. Oh, fucking place that is. Achtung, Mailball. Kenilworth Road, that's one that, you know, every football fan should go to. And, and we've been, I've been loads of times to Luton back in the day, but I remember when they were sponsored by EasyJet and the whole yeah. of the downside was EasyJet. And they mm. had, um, I mean, I don't know if they've still got that bloke who looks like a bulldozer playing in the back four for them. Like, literally got a circumference of. Oh, and, like, oh what was his name? Oh, what was you it? Know what I mean. Exactly who you mean? You what? I'll, and, tell, you, uh, I'll tell you what. And I, I remember Fox made him look, made him look half decent. So um, you know, in their face. One, my greatest moment of Luton away, I remember, it was a Tuesday night, a rearranged fixture from a Saturday when there was there was pictures of Zach Whitbread in flip flops walking <laughs> on a waterlogged pitch from the Saturday, <laughs> and I remember going, I remember going to what, I remember going down there, right. And I'm in the away stand and some fellow, I think it was their chairman or director, he's come on the pitch and this was before they had the 75,000 point deduction. And he was like, oh, we'll lead this club in the right way. We'll be LTFC 2004. Like everyone cheered. So we're all sat there not knowing what's going on. All of a sudden, Amit Berkovich comes off the bench for us, for them, gets a standing ovation by their crowd and we was like, fucking have him back. He's done absolutely nothing since he's yeah. done for us. <laughs> Never as a club on a whole, they have been through some absolute shit, and, and I think a lot of people are just happy to see them sort of back where and they shouldn't going. be allowed to be in this division. Why? Because that <laughs> brand is an absolute fucking oh, disgrace. Mate, they've only got it for another season or two. Leave it. They're building, building a new one. They're building care. a new one. I don't care. Build the new one. Fuck off. Honestly, it's not. The Den wasn't allowed to be in a state like that. That's we weren't what, allowed to stay in the, the, the old Den. Imagine if the Den was around today. I want to hear your views on the Den today. I, I, mean, I, was, I was there on the night of the famous uh, quarterfinal. Um, <laughs> of course you were. Um, of course you were. Nick. I couldn't see much of the ground because it was, uh, you know, it was it was so packed. It was incredibly tightly packed at the the away end that night. Um, and obviously, you know, the, the the rest is history. It was it was it was a strange evening in many respects. 
Um, the actual game itself was second to the the incidents. It was it was it was a it was one of those Millwall nights. I mean, you, you get these big moments in, in, in Mill history. But no, I mean, it was an odd little grounds. You always have a sense you're walking past someone's bathroom up the back stairs of their house. And then, lo and behold, yep. there's, a, there's a football ground at the end of the What's back door. What's wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, used to be, be like that, didn't you? Used to kind of, a little, yeah. kind of walk, walk for a little um, alley to get to a football ground around the back of someone's when, house. When, when they move, when they're all bowls, Nick, when they're all soulless bowls, People sit back and go, "Shit, do you know what? I wish, I wish I got to that graph." Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't, I don't like it. I mean, I'm also old enough to remember when Luton went for the plastic pitch. They had the plastic um, astroturf pitch in the '80s when that was going to be the that? future of football. QPR, old. QPR, 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 old, old yeah. Yeah. QPR. For all, awful football, but um, the bounce used to be very high, so the ball would bounce and not be uh, double the double the, when that double the size in the air that it should do. So, I bet AFC, Wim, I bet Wimbledon would love that back in the day. In this life, one thing counts in the bank, large amounts. I'm afraid these don't grow on trees. You've got to pick a pocket or two, you got to pick a pocket or two, boy. Um, gentlemen, speaking of stadia and stadiums, um, there, is, uh, there, there is quite a rumbling down on, uh, on Zampa Road. And that is because the sale is taking place. No, it's not a fire sale of the squad. But it is young Mickey Avery and the club shop update, the last one of this season. Mickey, take it away. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I'm going to start with. I'm going to start with today because not normally do you see these kind of items. So, have you ever sat indoors when you was watching Homes Under the Hammer, Harry, thinking, (laughs) if only I had some jogging suit bombs to celebrate my heritage to where to really get comfortable? I I often find myself sitting here of a of a Wednesday evening with a little Dubonnet. <laughs> exactly that. So, are you the type who has stayed up till late waiting for Justin Timberlake tickets to be made available, Nick, just to be told at the checkout they're all gone and do those misleading clicks on Amazon searches, Aaron, do they annoy you as well? Oh, yes. It's always a bastard when it happens, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no, it is, exactly. You're right. Well, if the answer to these is this, then you know where to go, the Millwall Club shop. Because with a delightful pair of navy polyester, you would you would find the sweat <laughs> sweatpants of your dreams. You would find the sweatpants of your jeans. You'd go through the process, you'd click you'd find your size, get ready to buy, and then you'd see, sorry to stole you select is not available for sale. So these these are South London. South London bottoms. That sounds like something out South of South London bottoms. <laughs> that sounds like a bad, That sounds like a euphemism. A euphemism for something. I'm not sure I want to know what that is. Some I, kind I of night, nightclub practice somewhere, you know. Indeed, South London I bottom. Have, <laughs> I have to ask. I have to ask. If if it says it's sorry to style, you're your selected is not available for sale. Why are they still on there? Is there another style that is available? South on the bottom. South on the bottom. Oh, I think just to describe them to the listeners, that these are a pair of uh, sports direct joggers, I suppose. I mean, they, they, they have their purpose, but they've got Millwall FC written down the leg. Um, but you can't get them. They're not available. Because, but they're on the website. And they're not. <laughs> the best thing about them is they're not even the tapered time. They're the sort of MC Baggy Hammer type. style. Yeah, yeah. Parachute yeah. pants, you know. Um Jeremy Cole specials, I'd refer to them as. You're not looking good in them. You're not looking good in them. I could see me wearing them around at the old local leisure centre, you know, for the uh, doing some work for the keep the man crush kind of look going, you know. 
Doing the um, over fifty Zumba. The over fifty Zumba. Yeah, yeah. Over fifty legs, thumbs, and tums. <laughs> I just get the image of Nick doing that Bruce Forsyth workout. The, you know, the one where he slaps his thighs and goes forty of those. Mate, as long as it's not a Jimmy Savile workout, we can make things easy. Oi, oi. So, so um, oh, we haven't done so, the Leeds corner. This is the club <laughs> shot. So, so south so, on the bottoms. Yep. Sorry, dear listeners, none available at all. Not available. They're on the web. <laughs> well, on the website, but you can't buy them because they're not available. They're on the website. So, so would you like to take the, the next one, Nick? All right, I'll go for the Millwall Lion cufflinks, which um, could be quite nice, but actually they they look very cheap and nasty. I'm just I've just zoomed in on the Lion cufflinks. Um, have you still not got your old man's present ready for Father's Day, listeners? Does your boss not take you seriously? And you need something to really show him who's really in charge. Do you sit <laughs> right? Do you sit there thinking, tell you what, Moss Brosser were wrong to try and sell me that pair of cufflinks. They actually do go with the suit I bought. Well, if the answer to those questions is yes, then the club shop, Mill Club Shop, should be your next destination because for the price of hang on, they've only got and got they've gone and done it again. Two beautiful vintage style cufflinks are on the website with no price. Obviously, it's a price less. Uh, purchase option or any way to buy them at all. So these just exist as a picture on the website. There you go. Um, you, said, you really fine, will need to... What a fine picture they make. The, you the, need these, to visit... were, these were the prize, Nick, when they brought Bullseye to the Den back in 86. Yeah. I mean, being serious, you've got a website, a retail website, and you've got images of products on there, but there's no way to, no price and no way to buy them. <laughs> it's kind of... No income tax, no VAT, I, no money back. No and do, do you know the bit as well? If, if you zoom in on the photo, and I, and I ask the listeners to actually go online to have a look as well, I like the way that the left cufflink has just fell asleep in boredom. They're not even symmetrical in the photo. And but the it's, it's not right. a leaping lion so much as a lounging lion. Theo Theopathesis used to wear quite a nice, tasteful, leaping, roaring lion on his, um, when he did the dragon's oh, den. And that, that could be quite a nice product if done nicely. But these just aren't done nicely. These look like... Um, not that they've been... They look like shit. They've not been printed onto metal. Do you, know, it's, it's do you remember before Lions... Do you remember before Lions TV nicked the space outside... Um, you thought I was going to say something else then, didn't you? Yeah. Um, when, he nicked, when he nicked the space outside the... Uh, oh, the, what, the Cobra Lane end, yeah. Outside yeah. the Cobra Lane end. There used to be a, ba- a badge man there, didn't there? There used to be a yeah. badge man with a suitcase. They looked like Millwall went, that is our next idea. I've got it. Badges, <laughs> but we'll stick some cufflink pins through the back of them and we'll sell them at... Well, we ain't come up with a price. I don't know how much they are. And you can't buy them. just forgot him. I, I, be I, better, no, no. All I'm saying is, is Brandon Pragnall has not appeared on any Millwall uh, radio, any Millwall channel, any Millwall blog since his appearance with us on a former uh, show of ours. All I'm saying is, is the club shop are missing a trick because that man, that man right there knew style and fashion. And I'm sure he could sort out the club shop. (laughs) (laughs) Move on. Do, who's going to do the jigsaw? Oh, no, do the, do the golf club ball, mate. Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm, I'm going to go on. They're like a Millwall striker. They go apart. They fall to pieces in the box. Oh, dear. I should have, I should have wrote that as my QBC thing. So, right. So, it's the end of the football season. So, Aaron Paul, you know what that means? No. You grab your balls in that deep bush and you wonder if it'll get into that small hole. 
Jesus Christ. Because it's golf time. And you can take the last week at the university. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to cut all this out. <laughs> no, you're not. no, you're not. <laughs> Poor son. So it's golf time, and you can take your beloved Millwall around some of the finest greens and bunkers that the UK has to offer. So even though these aren't discounted, listeners, this wonderful golf club can be yours for the price of just fifteen quid. Fifteen quid. The leather golf. Fifteen golf quid. So what does this glove do, Aaron? Even right. though it might look the exact same as the ones in Sports Direct for three quid, but what does this do that those Is do not? Real leather, young Mickey. I strongly doubt it, but this one has the ability to make. <laughs> this has the ability to make balls. Make what? balls. That's quite something. Make isn't balls. It? So for the fantastic cheap price of under twenty quid, you could be the proud owner of a piece of golf equipment that ensures you never have to buy a golf ball again. Ball maker. Please note. Please note, Acton Millwall cannot be held responsible for this glove if it doesn't create balls. Also, please note, we think it's yet another typo typo and should be ball marker. (laughs) (laughs) Ball maker. Ball maker. Oh, dear. You know what, right? I'll be totally honest, right? I know you started off as a club shop update. (laughs) It was supposed to be a bit of a laugh and a joke. It's actually quite sad when we think about it. That this is the commercial face of the club. And do you know what's even more sad? I'm finding new stuff every week. <laughs> is, you don't it's... save these up. You go on every week and find a yeah, selection. No, yeah. It's not like you go on once and found it and it was bad. Yeah, it's exactly. Th- this is literally a weekly check. It's deeply worrying. It's deeply worrying. This is, this is the club shop. It's supposed to be a revenue generator. They got shit. That this you can't might be why. Anyway. This might be why Berylson can't put any money in our pockets because of the we, we, shit we, people who we, work we, in the shop. We're talking opening a five million pound bids for Lyle Taylor. We can't even get a ball marker. We've got a ball maker. Oh, <laughs> That's what well, happens. They couldn't. They couldn't find. They couldn't find a pen in the club shop. They went in there. They can't sell pens. Yeah. I'll tell you, oh. what, Nick. I'll, I'll, I'll let you do. I'll let you do the puzzle, Nick. Last one. Personalised jigsaw puzzle. Do you, do you require stimulation late at night when you're home alone? Oh God Almighty! <laughs> <laughs> Is modern technology and and the most up to date gadgets not doing it for you anymore? Do you want to jump into a time machine back to the fifties, mate? When reassembling pieces of card into slots was the height of entertainment. Well, if the answer to any of these questions is yes, then the personalised section of the Mill Club sh- visit the, the personalised section of the Mill Club shop today for the bargain price of twenty quid. That seems a lot. Twenty quid, you can be the proud owner of a jigsaw puzzle with your name on it. Um, please note, it only comes in one style, and the time it takes to read the terms and conditions of the puzzle itself could be longer than the time it takes to put the jigsaw together. And there's actually quite a nice little image of like a it's like a road sign with the Den SE16. Uh, Mill Football Club, and then the name Akdung Mill being inserted underneath it, where the where the postcode would go. But would you pay twenty quid for that? No. <laughs> would you be able to buy that down? Would you be able to buy that down at a certain market that lives around the corner from Mill Football Club? You know, called the Blue. That would look if you could sell it for four ninety nine at the Blue. It looks about par for the course, and then even then you might think it's a probably a touch high. But no, twenty quid having a laugh. Um, <laughs> there you go. There is your uh, your club shop update. Um, this well Sunday, done, Michael. This, 
of course, uh, the Wonder Wall Cup. Myself, Harry, and uh, and Michael will, uh, will be there. Young, Nick, I don't know where he's heading off to. He's off to I'm heading off to the Isle of Wight on a family holiday, so I intend to be inebriated at the time the Wonder Wall Cup kicked off. But I will be wishing you all well. Well, we we are sailing the good ship Actung through these murky waters. Uh, on uh, on Sunday, um, I'm going to be doing a, a variety of roles, which I'm looking forward to. It's the bye for now. <laughs> it's um, it's the London Lions versus the F2 Football Club, who uh, well they're, they're they're taking each other on at uh, at the Den on um, on on Sunday. Tickets still available, I believe, via Millwall Tickets. Yeah, they are. Dot com. Yeah, I, I, um, more blocks up. Yeah, they have. They have indeed. Um, really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, and I'm going to be doing my best impression of uh, of Michael's idol. Just to buy for now. Yeah, not yet. Not, you know, not yet, mate. Not yet. Very quickly, Joe. What, what's everyone doing in the summer? What's what's, what's the plan? Um, well, I'm off to Le Mans um, in a couple of weeks to uh, to Le Mans. So I'm going to be watching um, my employer attempt to win Le Mans. Um, which might not work. Um, and then I'll be sitting around waiting for transfer news, messaging Michael with and Aaron and Nick with increasing desperation of trying to get some kind of <laughs> some kind of presence to my Saturday afternoons rather than just sitting. Still in no pub. sign of Lyle Taylor. Will be the messages I keep getting from Aaron. No sign just yet. Seen, of Lyle just seen Jordan Archer over the local local park looking worried. <laughs> Summertime, we're all off to the Isle of Wight family holiday that's going to be quite an interesting week and then uh, a bit of cricket i suppose cricket world cup coming up soon so that'd be quite interesting yes. ashes I'm, I'm, August. yeah I'm, I'm going to be in my south london lions sweatpants <laughs> nice if i if i can ever if i can ever track um, track a pair down i'm thinking of maybe getting a season ticket this london city lionesses team are they any good i don't know i don't know much about them I haven't seen a lot online about them. They seem to have come out of nowhere. <laughs> serious note about the Wonderwall Cup. There are some great Mill legends go, uh, involved in that. So please come down on Sunday. It's for a good cause. And uh, I know we take the piss out of a lot of stuff on this show. But generally, um, a lot of our work's got into arranging it. So um, if you are free on Sunday and we'll miss football, and you might see a better Millwall back four than you've seen for large parts of the last <laughs> season by the sounds of it. And you get to see Danny Shitter at balls from 40 yards for uh, for old, old time's sake. Fucking hell, Nick. You could have sorted me out like an Acton Millwall hoodie. A bit of advertising for the pod, mate. Do you know what I mean? Oh, oh, next, next, season, next season, mate. Well, you know, yeah, when cheers, we, mate. Cheers, cheers for that. Invest I, think, in I think we should... Uh, and, oh, yeah, by the way, listeners, if you're... Um, if you are going to um, vote for any podcast to be nominated for the SFF next season, um, even if it's in a category that we don't really deserve, um, you know, uh, we'll be very happy to accept that and we can turn up at a world night dinner and you get to see us post a really, really strange photo. And they see it was Photoshopped, the one that I've seen. And you all know the one I'm talking about. If, if you are. Uh, we hold it wind up really So, so what, 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 what should we, quick before we go, what should we get trending to get us nominated next year? Hashtag Tenny Zampa. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for, for being brilliant this season. As ever, Acton Mill will, um, will return on Sunday for uh, the Wonderwall Cup. No doubt we'll have that uh, uploaded for you when uh, when Nick's sober again. Um, and, and, 
in probably the end. When we're, probably we won't be sober when he's sober. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be lurking around the den on Sunday anyway. But uh, yeah, thank you to everyone who's got involved. Thank you to uh, thank you to you gents as well. It's been an absolute privilege and a pleasure uh, serving Acton Mill this season. Um, so yeah, have a great summer. Whatever you're up to, we're back in July, August. I don't know. Yeah, we'll be announcing our pre-season schedule soon enough. Who knows? We might be able to tuck in an old summer one if Bill will make some lavish signings over the uh, over the break. But it just leaves me to say uh, one thing: have a safe trip home. Have a good summer. Bye for now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.